This week on Talk Commerce, we will discuss the incredible story behind John's Crazy Socks and their mission to spread happiness. My name is Rachel, and I am here with Brent to introduce John and Mark, who are all about socks, socks, and more socks. Brent, please give us some highlights from today's episode. Rachel, let's listen to what John and Mark have to say. It's gratitude and do for others. Gratitude and do for others. And that drives through everything we do. We talk about this every day. And it drives our decision-making. It drives our budget process. And it has to then infuse everything we do. We've created a social enterprise. It's a different type of business model. We have both a social and a business purpose. And they feed off of each other. So we're always looking for relationships, not just transactions. It's gratitude for others that drives them through everything they do. They have a social and retail mission, and they are indivisible. John wants to show what is possible when you give someone a chance. John sells more than 4,000 different types of socks, making them the world's biggest sock store. They employ 34 people, 22 of those with different abilities. Thanks, Brent. Now enjoy this episode of Talk Commerce. Talk Commerce is brought to you by Content Basis. Have you tried machine learning programs only to find they give you repetitive garbage or worse, information irrelevant to the context of what you asked for? Do you know if the content that you're using on your website is even performing? Content Basis exists to analyze, create, and measure the content that is crucial for your product or service. Content Basis analyzes your website analytics to learn what is performing well and what is not. We dig into your search history to discover what keywords people are using to find your product and services and what keywords people are using to find your competitors' products and services. We create a content plan to help you deliver content that wraps around your most vital products and services and then we track the performance of this content reassess it and make it better. Go to contentbasis.io to learn more. The open beta program is available to new users. Go to contentbasis.io. Talk Commerce is sponsored by Haifa, or as the Europeans say, Hufa, or the right way to say it. Hufa is rapidly becoming the biggest Magento front end after Luma. For those who don't know it, Luma is the basic theme that comes with Magento, and it is giantly slow. If you're looking for a template-based front-end with the fastest loading times in the e-commerce industry while saving costs on development time and hosting infrastructure, Hufa is your best option. Everybody loves a fast site, including Google. Improve your Google ranking and conversion rates and make your customers happy. Learn more at hyva.io. That's hyva.io. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to Talk Commerce. Today I have John and Mark Cronin. They are uh, the founders of the Crazy Socks. Anyways, John and Mark, why don't you do an introduction? Tell me uh, a little bit about yourselves, one of your passions in life. Correct any of my mistakes and tell me uh, tell me everything. You want to introduce uh, us? Uh, my name is John, 
Um,
But we just celebrated our sixth anniversary, just shipped our 400,000th package. Um, we've been able to create 34 jobs, 22 of those are held by people with different abilities. And uh, giving back is a big part of what we do. And, and uh, we've now raised $600,000 for our charity partners. So, uh, uh, things have been good so far. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, that I prepped you with in the green room, and I noticed uh, you, you have the banner in the background that's spreading happiness. Um, I did say that I was going to tell you a joke, and I wanted to just get your feedback on the joke. So before we get into the regular content, I'm going to tell you a joke, and then uh, you just have to tell me if that joke should be free or not. And then, as I understand it, you're going to tell me a joke as well after, after I tell you the one. joke. All right, let's so, go, Brent. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to spread some happiness. Um, all right, here we go. What does a building wear? A dress. <laughs> so you tell jokes like John. <laughs> yes. I didn't say dress. I, I don't think you can charge for that. I'm not sure you can give that away. <laughs> Well, we just gave it away. Should, all right, should we do okay, one more? Okay. All right, I'll do one more since since that one that one was so successful. Um, a storm blew away twenty five percent of my roof last night. Oof. <laughs> I know that was a, that was that was even worse. That, all right. that is a pun worthy of James Joyce. You know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> do you have a joke you want to tell? I do. Let's hear. Why does thunder wear? Why does thunder wear? Yeah. Why does thunder wear? Underwear. Underwear. Okay. I'm not sure if I get it, you know? <laughs> Sometimes I think you're speaking a different language. <laughs> All right. Let, let's talk a little bit about spreading happiness. Um, tell us... Tell us some of the background of that, and 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 I mean, I I can I'm I'm also a believer in spreading happiness, but tell us a little bit about that. Well, we are believers that if you want to lead an organization, you got to know what you're about. You got to know what your purpose is about. Um, and ours is spreading happiness. And so, and how do you, what do you say are the keys to spreading happiness? It's gratitude and do for others. Gratitude and do for others. And that drives through everything we do. Um, I don't know, Brent, if you've ever been, if you've ever had to participate in a mission statement writing exercise. I, I hope not. You know, you go away and you parse the language and you come back and people put it on the wall and no one pays any attention to it. We talk about this every day and it drives our decision making it drives our budget process and it has to then infuse everything we do so what we've done to make that happen is we've created a social enterprise and so it's a slightly different type of business model we have both the social and the business purpose and they feed off of each other and, and really, the, the keys for us, it's, it's like John says, it's have an attitude of gratitude, and it's do for others. And for us, that's really about showing 
what we can do, what, what people with different abilities can do. It's about giving back, supporting causes, um, and it's about making those connections with our customers. You know, so we're always looking for relationships, not just transactions. We're looking to create customer experiences. And so if we do all that, our, we're spreading happiness and our customers are spreading happiness. Yeah, that's great. I, I'm a I'm a big believer in the entrepreneurial operating system. So as as we do EOS, it's called. We have right. to do mission statements and we have to set up our core values. So, absolutely, I've gone through that, and I'm a big believer in living and working towards your core values and hiring for your core values. That, that's awesome. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm familiar with EOS, and you know we. We got to know our purpose. We have our five pillars. Um, everybody knows that. You know, if you walk around here and you say, "What's the mission?" Everybody will be able to tell you, and they'll be able to tell you why their job matters and connects to that. Yeah, that's good. So, tell tell me a little bit about uh, the happiness part. What is it that? Um, just, so, what is it that you're doing to promote happiness, and how? And pr I'm assuming it's happiness for employees and for customers. For everybody. Right. Um, it was the old Milton Friedman line that, you know, companies and corporations only had an obligation to their shareholders. Uh, we believe in a different world where we have an obligation to our colleagues, to our customers, to the community, to the environment and to our shareholders. Um, you know, I mentioned the five pillars we have. What's our what are our five pillars? Um, it's and hope. Give it back. Five products, uh, five products you can love, make a partner, and make a great place to work. So, you know, you ask how you do that happiness. Well, it's got to start here. It's got to start with our colleagues. We have to make this a great place to work. And we could dive into how we do that, but much of it is about making sure we offer people mission worthy of their commitment, making sure everybody knows why their job matters putting people in a position to succeed, recognizing what they do, um, making it personal. We sell online, but we're always looking to create a personal connection with our customers. It's it's exemplified by our packaging. What, what do you put in every package? Every package gets uh, in there for me and candy. So when you buy from us, right, you... You as a customer, you're, you're going to get great socks. We've got 30,000 five-star reviews. But you're helping us employ people with different abilities. You help us give back. You help us spread happiness. And that's embodied in the package. So when you get a package from us, you see John's smiling face on the outside. You open it up. You get your socks. You get a thank you note from John. On the flip side of that is the story of John's crazy socks. You get a package of candy, and on the packing slip, you see the picture and the name of the person who picked your order. So you're not just getting socks. You're getting this little dose of happiness. And that's, that's, one, that's one of the ways we do it. That's good. I'm also a believer in that uh, happiness has to start with the organization. It has to start with the staff, and the staff then bring it out to the customers. It can't happen the other way around. If you have 
a bunch of crabby staff, you're, you're never going to have happy customers. No, how are we going to spread happiness, right? And, it's, and it relates, you know, we see it in the way people work here. Um, they believe in what we're doing, and they're committed, so they go the extra distance for our customers. Right? And, it, and it frames the relationship. You know, you, you've heard the line, the customer is always right. Nonsense. The customer can be dead wrong. But we're not in the business of being right. We're in the business of making that customer happy. So we'll do anything we can. We, the people that work directly with customers, their, their title is happiness creator. <laughs> they know they can spend $200 on any customer for any reason at any time. We give things away. We refund money. Um, we give a guarantee, a two-year guarantee of happiness. You know, two years, you're happy with the socks. At any point, you're not. You don't have, we don't want your socks back. We'll make it up to you. And, but here's the thing. Here's why it's good business. What do we get out of that? We get happy employees. We get happy customers. We get loyal customers. And our return rate, our refund rate, is less than 0.3 of 1%. Right? It's good business. So they're great socks as well. Yeah, you have to. The social mission matters. You know, when people frequently they want to talk to us about hiring people with different abilities or the giving back. But at its core, we have to be a great e-commerce business. You got to have a great website. You got to have great selection. The products have to be great, and the service has to be great. So we do same-day shipping. An order comes in today, it's going out today, you're going to get it right away. We frequently hear from new customers how surprised they were and how quickly they got their product. We do better shipping than Amazon. And Jeff Bezos over on Amazon, he's not putting a thank you note in candy in his packages. Right? It's, uh, and we do that in part because we want to show why it makes business sense to hire people with different abilities. So we're able to achieve this because of whom we hire, um, and we want we want the world to see that. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned the five pillars, and I'm going to just point out two of them that often businesses I I feel like businesses overlook at least two of them: the social and the environmental. Certainly, there's a lot of businesses that focus on environmental. I think there's less businesses that focus on the social, and then you did you mentioned community as well. I think a lot of businesses especially business owners, tend to overlook the community side of it. Maybe you could touch a little bit on on the community side of it, and then and we, if we have some time, we could talk a little bit about the environmental and the social. Well, let's talk about community and defining community. So part of our community are working with people with different abilities. And so we'll do, that's important to us. So we make products that celebrate causes, raise awareness, and raise money for those causes. Uh, we, and, and that also drives our giving back. So in that community, we started by pledging 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics. And, and why the Special Olympics? I am a Special Olympic athlete. John's been doing Special Olympics for 21 years. No Special Olympics is no John's Crazy Socks. But but we have these awareness socks. What was the first awareness sock you created? It's Down Syndrome Awareness Socks. And they raised money for the National Down Syndrome Society. 
So that's part of the community. What can we do to advocate? What can we do to support them? But there's also the local community. And we've got to be good, we call it corporate citizens. So we work with the local schools. We host school tours coming through here and work groups. We've had more than a thousand students come through here on tours. You, we get involved in the local chamber of commerce. Um, we get involved in our local towns and the local community because we have a presence. This is where we live. And I, I think that's important uh, that, that you play that role. It comes back to spreading happiness. Of what can we do for others? The more we do for others, the better off we are. And then, oh, by the way, it turns out to be good for business because people know us. So they order direct, and we, we, we sell to other businesses. So we get companies calling us up because they want custom socks or they want the gift packaging services we offer. Or we've created a, a, a charity fundraising program that uh, is great for, for nonprofits and so PTAs and special education PTAs like that. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sell stuff, but you were asking, you know, why do you do this? Um, that's why it's all of a whole. You know, I, I get that. Uh, I, I volunteer for a running organization that helps incarcerated, formerly incarcerated people, uh, start changing their lives through running. And one of the things that we've noticed is that the community aspect, the fact that you're talking to somebody and sometimes you're spending an hour or two hours with them, that that community is even more important than the running part. The running part is just a byproduct of the community, right? Um, and I, I, I think you're saying you're, you're telling the same story that the community is is maybe as important as the business itself, and and making sure that you're maintaining that and being part of it. You're not just sitting there in your own little perch. No, and... it's our overall strategy is drive the mission. That drives our brand. And that drives sales. It's, but it starts with that focus on, on others. You know, on what can we do for others? What can we do for you? If we have that focus, the business will follow, and it's more sustainable. Um, I I just want to key on that. So, what can I? What what can we do for you? I think a lot of times, um, a, a lot of times, business leaders often get that backwards, especially with their own team. They're saying to their team, what can you do for me, right? As a, as a leader, I think the, the, the trajectory should be, as a leader, you're always trying to serve others rather than trying to get something from it's, others. You, know, you talk about servant leadership. If you, if you ask about our role, well, some of our role is to set the vision and the tone and the overall direction. But otherwise, it's to serve everybody else. I work for everybody else here. My job is to put them in a position to succeed and to give them what they need. Um, that, yeah, I just, yeah, go ahead. I think that's the type of leadership we need. It's, it's not about self-aggrandizement. It's not about beating your chest. It's about what can I do for others because that multiplies the impact, and that's really what lets us get things done. Uh, talk, just take a few minutes and talk about just 
the name John's Crazy Socks. Where did you come up with the name? I mean, I know John What's is sitting there. I'm John. John. <laughs> um, he's the one who came up with the name. He said, we're going to sell Crazy Socks, John's Crazy Socks. Um, we have upon occasion... We thought that a little bit because of negative mental health implications. But in the end, even if it's a, become somewhat anachronistic, it's about the joy and the passion and the energy. Um, and it's John, right? Yeah, Dad. I did suggest Mark's Murray socks or <laughs> Mark's serious socks, but that was going nowhere. Yeah, Mark Serious Socks doesn't have the same ring, does it? Um, so if if you have um, if you had a little piece of nugget or some kind of advice, I, I hate to worry. We don't use the word advice usually in entrepreneurship or in our uh, entrepreneur group. We'd like to we like to say we don't should on people. We like to share experience. Right. So if you could share your experience on helping others understand why those five pillars are so important in your business. Is, is there anything that, that you could offer somebody to get started? I, I do. I, you have to, I, I, I believe this, you have to know what you're about. You have to know what your purpose is. That becomes your North Star. And your values help keep you on track. So when you get tossed ass over heels, as you will be, you got your North Star. You know where you're going. You'll, Here's a concrete example. So we roll into 2020, and then you may have heard we get hit by a pandemic, right? It was awful for our business. It cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. What do you do? Well, as long as you know what you're about, you're going to be able to steer the way forward. So we knew first we had to take care of our colleagues, we could stay open. But we had to make sure we took care of everybody's health, particularly because so many of our colleagues were vulnerable. Then you say, okay, how do we adapt to this? Well, we do a lot of speaking engagements. We move those online. We moved our tours online. Turns out that opened the world. We now have student groups from around the world come and take tours. Um, we make socks. What could we do? Well, we made healthcare superhero socks to say thank you to frontline workers. And those raised over $50,000 for the American Nurses Foundation's COVID-19 fund. Because we knew what we were about. But then you also say, all right, well, our mission is spreading happiness. How do we do that in a pandemic? Well, we did something new. We sold masks. But how do you spread happiness? So what do you do every Tuesday afternoon? Uh, every Tuesday, I hold a dance party every, every Tuesday um, at 3 p.m. is the time. He hosts an online dance party. Yes. What better way to spread happiness? And we started a Facebook Live show. You know, everybody shut down. How can we reach people? How can we share some happiness? And that's, we still do that, and that's evolved. Also, we now have a podcast. Um, <clears throat> so you don't immediately say you're a sock company, you should have a dance party. But if you know what you're really about, then you can adapt no matter what the circumstances are. 
and, and for us, yes, we're the world's largest sock store. But at the end of the day, we're not really a sock store. The socks become the physical manifestation for the mission and the story. Yeah, I like that. Um, John and Mark, as, as we close out the podcast, I give everybody a chance to do a shameless plug about anything you'd like. What would you like to plug today? Well, we'll ask for your support. Where can people find us? I'll go at johnscrazysocks.com. johnscrazysocks.com. And here's the thing. If you buy from us, you're going to get great socks. You're going to get whatever you want because we have such great choice. But more than that, you're going to help us hire people with different ability. You're going to help us give back. And most of all, you're going to help us spread happiness. So that's as shameless as we get. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, John and Mark, I will put all these also in the show notes so they can find johnscrazysocks.com as a link as part of the podcast. And it has been a pleasure to speak to you today. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. Please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the Free Joke Project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.